Hello, 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 and good morning. Welcome to another of my podcast episodes. You are now tuned in to WDGS 333 on your podcast station. Excuse me, my voice a little raspy this morning. But I just truly want to give God thanks and I want to give God the praise and I want to give God the glory and honor. How many of you out there are just excited that you are among the living on this fabulous Friday? How many of you are excited that today, 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 you are in the moment of today? You know, sometimes it's such a beautiful blessing for our heart, soul, mind, body, and spirit when we just stay in the moment. You know, oftentimes, of course, we can reflect, rewind, and revisit on our yesterdays, on the things that are past, but not to let them take us down. And then tomorrow, we can plan and we can process things for tomorrow. But we all know tomorrow is not promised. Somebody did not arise today. Somebody did not wake up. And and it's not always bad things and bad situations and bad people. How many of you know that? That sometimes, because that's what happened with my grandmother. She just laid down and went to sleep and did not wake up. She went through no sickness, she went through no sorrow, and she went through no pain. It was only because God called her name. And we, none of us know the day or the hour when God may call our names. But one thing I am truly certain from what I've witnessed as a witness, and see, I'm an eyewitness because I witness it with my eyes. That I truly believe that she, whatever people say when we, we, we are angels, or we go to heaven, or we go to hell, you know, it, it's, it's when, when you know it's just undeniably, without a shadow of a doubt, that a person could witness, I witness your life. And if you leave, they can truly say, I believe. I believe that person went to heaven. Oh my God, my God. Can you even face your own self in the mirror and say, from the way that you walk, the way that you talk, the way that you think, the way that you do things, that if you die today, oh my God, I believe I will make it into heaven. You know, today's topic, today's topic, which you should see in the gray area on the podcast, excuses, excuses, excuses. You know, for many, many years, I lived a life, I made excuses, but I didn't excuse myself. I made excuses for myself. But I did not make excuses for my actions. Mm. Did somebody get that this morning? I made excuses for not changing myself. But I did not make excuses for my actions. I want to talk about briefly on this fabulous Friday this morning. 
excuse, excuse, and excuses. You know, it's the difference between the three. It's the difference between excuse, being excused. It's the difference between excuse, having an excuse. And there's a difference between excuses, making excuses. Oh, my God. Mm. My God, my God, my God. And you know, for any of you regular followers, you know, Whenever the Lord have me to bring a message, it's not just to sit back and talk and chit-chat, you know, and, and just lallygag with my mouth. It's something that God has already had me to meditate on, search some scriptures on, and pray on. So this, this information is not off the, the top of my head just because... feel compelled to entertain anybody ears but this message and every message come because I am compelled by God to share something from God to the children of God Mm, my God you know I want to talk about being excused having an excuse and making an excuse. The word excuse, the root word, is to make allowances for shortcomings. Mm. Make allowances for shortcomings. There are so many different types of ways you can take your shortcomings. But instead of looking at whatever shortcomings you have to work on changing them, and rearranging them for the greater good of God's glory because everything is about God's glory. See, that's the biggest revelation in life. When we get that revelation, the biggest thing about our life is God's glory. The only purpose that we become educated, we become elected, we become Elevated is because of God's glory. See, when we lose track of understanding that this is not about me, this is not about for me, but this is for God and for God's purpose and the purpose that God has for us. Mm, my God, He said, "Is to feed His sheep." Now we all play a role of a sheep. Because it's somebody that's always feeding us as we feed others. See, there is no, there is no elevation in participation when it comes to God. It's all about each person feeding the other person. I hope somebody got that. Now I know you know me, you know me. I get a little lengthy, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna press on because. You know, that's another thing. People like to make excuses that they don't have the patience to listen to some information that can bless their lives tremendously. And I say some people, not all people, but I know particularly when it comes to, um, and I'm going to say American, American 
African Americans. Because it's a difference by your cultural upbringing. And a lot of times people don't want to hear something that can bless their lives and change their lives and rearrange their lives. But they can spend hours and hours and hours on the phone gossiping. They can spend hours and hours and hours listening to music in their ear. That that music ain't going to help them in their prayer. That music is not going to change their lifestyle. That music is not going to do nothing but give them a sense of pleasure. And the same way with TV. But if somebody come in your ear or before they stand before your eyes and they want to give you 30 minutes or an hour of some life-changing information, oh, that's too long. Mm. That's what we coming with this topic. That's an excuse. That's making an excuse. See, one thing God provided, and he gave me this years and years ago, He gave you the same thing he gave me. That's 24 hours in a day. And that's a movement across the world. You may go to a different time zone. You may go to a different demographic location. But in the time span of a day, it's 24 hours. Now, what you do with your 24 hours may not be what I do with my 24 hours. But we have the same amount of time. But oftentimes we make excuses because if somebody else succeeds more than us or somebody else achieved more than us, then we want to get an attitude and act like they did something so grand or so better or God blessed them and didn't bless me or God had favor on them and didn't have favor on me. But what may be the very only difference, they didn't make excuses. See, they didn't make excuses and say, oh, I'm too tired to get up. Or, I don't feel like doing this. Or, I don't want to do this. Because some people just straight out tell you they don't want to do this. Or, I don't feel like going to the store. I don't feel like making a grocery list. I don't feel like. Because I tell people, people feelings, people feelings, more people, more people feelings dictate their lives than what's an actuality that should be done or given. They give honor to their feelings. See, you know, I'm old school. We didn't feel like getting up, but you know what? We didn't honor our feelings. We got up. We made the bed. We fried the bacon. We went to work. We came home. We did our part. And it wasn't because we felt like it, people. You know, a lot of people look at old OGs and old, you know, older people and they think that Oh, but that was daytime. Well, guess what? The same amount of time in a day we had, the same amount of time is still in the day. 24 hours. Nothing more, nothing less. We all had the same time. We all still own the same time. What's the difference is what you do with your time than what we did or what I do. I'm going to say I on that one. What I do with my time. I tell you one thing I don't utilize my time to do. I don't sit around and utilize my time to make excuses. I don't make excuses. Do I have excuses? Yes, I do. (laughs) And some things God even excused me on. So I know God is excusing me. When I sin, I'm being excused. Oh, I hope somebody got that. 
See, you know, we none of us are perfect. That's why sometimes I hate to hear people who, ooh, constantly make excuses. I, ooh, you talking about vexing my spirit. People who are constantly whining and always making an excuse for what they don't feel. Oh, my God. You know, we all have sinned. And that's what the Bible says. The Bible says in 1 John 1 and 6, it says, if we say we have fellowship with God, now these people who talk about God, that includes me, and we walk in darkness, I hope somebody get this. The Bible said we lie, and we do not speak the truth. See, that's why I say, I have excuses, but I don't make excuses. See, I don't make excuses because I know God is still working on me. I know. And all lies don't have to be spoken. And some lies are indirect lies. Some lies is how people fix it up and dress it up, but it's still in their heart. They know they lie. Oh, people, let's be real. Some lies are written on paper. I always say that when people file their income taxes. Are you claiming one dependent, two dependent? That is not your dependent. I'm just saying. And see, we can't go by it because people say, Oh, well, I gave them two or three dollars. I gave this person this amount of money. And I bought this for my children and my grandchildren. That's not the That's not. You still are required to go by the IRS definition to qualify you to claim them children. I know somebody don't want to hear that. But all I'm pointing out, because I don't work for the IRS, and I don't have a place to put you, but what I'm just saying is that we so critical as a people, when it comes down to looking around and pointing fingers at other people, but constantly making excuses. You know, people are saying, hey, man, it's okay. I can find my, my, my grandbaby or I can find my daughter that I've been filing and, and, and alter her date of birth, you know, and all this stuff. But that, that's not how the IRS requirement. The IRS says this child must permanently live with you six months out of the year. Mm. Mm. Now, that's the IRS rule. And you are providing for them. In the absence. See it don't stop there now. In the absence of that child parent. Biological parent. Who cannot. Who is not taking care of them. See I I used to read all that stuff. The fine print. Because I didn't want to have to pay the IRS back. If they caught up with me. You know, I read the speed limit. When the speed limit drops down and say 35 and 45 and 55. See, I know when the speed limit changed, then my feet on the gas need to change. I'm just trying to tell you how sometimes people make excuses. Because I used to have somebody that tell me, well, you know, when I got to go to church and I'm running late, I speed. I said, hmm, why is that? Why is it okay for you to break the law? When you feel like it. See, people, we make a lot of excuses. We make a lot of excuses. We have, let me say, we have a lot of excuses. And then people make a lot of excuses. 
But whatever it is, I'm back to what they feel. I never received a speeding ticket in my life. And that's why I know when people say certain things, you don't have to have that over your head. You can live without speeding. I know it won't kill you because I'm still alive. And when I say I never received one, and I've had my driver's license since I was 18 years old. So what does that mean? You don't have to speed. You choose to speed. And then when the police pull you over and give you a ticket, here we go. Here we go. Want to make excuses. And say, well, officer, but I had to. Whatever you had to do. I had to rush home. I had to go home. Well, I didn't have to rush home because I don't rush anywhere. That's going to take me over the speed limit. But I had to go home and see about five children. I had to go home and do the same thing in 24 hours that other people do. I had to buy groceries. I had to pay bills. And I had to raise my kids. And then I had to to be married and turn over and flip over and and all kind of other overs. Okay? Within the same time that you had. The same time. And some people more because I had to do half. I had three little girls who I had to constantly relax, wash, bend over the sink and do, style. And I didn't just style my children. I'm like, now they see, you know, they got their weave. They got their weave action going on. Their weave work. You know, now they people can put some weave in their children's hand. They can roll for two weeks or three weeks. Yeah, I could cornrow my, my, my daughter's hair, but you know, it get a little frizzy after about a week, so you got to freshen it up, so that's about the longest I could go. Because, see, we, we, at that time, we, we, we wasn't creative, or should I say I wasn't creative enough to think about using no weed in my children's hair. So that means if they didn't wear cornrows, guess what? You were doing hair on a regular just to keep they hair neat to go to school every day to, until they got old enough, to, to big enough to comb their own hair. See, all that was included in them 24 hours. Oh, my God. See, I hope somebody get this. It's time out. Now, we're going to always be excused by God. Let me just put that out there. Because we sin, we fall short of the glory, and when God grants us excuses, see, that's why I got a problem with other people who don't have the patience, but they say they Christians. But they make excuses. Oh, I I ain't got time to listen to her. She too long-winded. Well, baby, you don't have to listen. I don't have time for that. See, every time somebody tell me what they don't have time for, you know what that let me know? There's some fruits of their spirit. God just hadn't cultivated in them. They need deliverance. Because I be thinking, if you want to go to heaven, and all when you get up there is you going to hear scriptures and heavenly talk. I mean, I, I haven't been to heaven, but praising and worship. If there's something you got to sit still and listen to all day long, how you going how you how you going to be comfortable in heaven when you have a mastered? See, see some stuff we need to take some master classes and I'm not talking about just trying to get with somebody who just you think is popular to coach you. I'm talking about master classes and fruits of your spirit. When people say, well, I ain't got time. They too long. They take too long. It don't take all day. Well, if you're going to be in heaven all day, 
And what you gonna do up there then? You gonna walk out of heaven when you get tired of listening to people talk about God? Oh my God. What you gonna do walk out of heaven when you get tired of people being too long-winded? Oh my God. Now I'm not on this, I'm not on these podcasts to gossip. I'm not, I'm not on here telling you what my neighbor did. You know, to entertain you. This, this is not to entertain you in your flesh. See, this information is to enlighten your spirit, man. God, we are being excused by God every day when we sin and we fall short of the glory. Hello, hello again. I was sitting here and I was trying to check the time on the podcast and I accidentally uh, ended the podcast. So I'm coming back with this continuation of being excused, make having an excuse and making an excuse. All I know that the spirit of the Lord just 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 was heavy on me this morning about how often we make excuses. We make excuses to be rude. We make excuses to be unforgiving. We make excuses to not show love. We make excuses for not having patience. You know, we make excuses and then when we run out of excuses, you know, we start jumping on the bandwagon of the familiar phrases, you know, I'm not perfect and ain't nobody perfect and and, and God understands and, you know, and then that be, that's just some more excuses. Oh my God. As I was saying, we all have 24 hours in a day. But see, when we when we find ourselves always giving excuses, it's like giving ourselves permission. Giving ourselves permission to either feel superior. Now, this is what God gave me. I'm just giving you the revelation that God gave me. He gave it to me. I wrote it down. And God said, experience, excuses gives us some of us, some of us, because some people don't master how not to constantly make excuses. But excuses give some of us permission to feel superior, superior to God's way. Excuses give some of us permission to feel inferior to what God say. And that probably come from the superior people, you know. They'll make you feel inferior. You talk too long. You talk too much. And, and see, the Bible said that they the one need the patience. I know it says a time and place for everything, but we all do some of everything. And, and, and what amazes me about people is they'll stand up and want you to listen to them. Mm. And most of everybody talk wants you to listen to them and what they talking about. But if I don't choose to listen to other people's foolishness or other people's hypocrisy, because that's what it is if they're a hypocrite, how you can stand and you want somebody to listen to you, but you don't want to exercise patience to listen to them. Oh, my God. How you want to stand and pray for other folks, and then you want to take 30, 40 minutes and pray for other people, but you got a problem with how long people pray for. Oh, my God. See, them excuses. People make excuses and say, oh, well, they just too long. They take too long. 
You know, and sometimes in the process, see that just like somebody said on the prayer line this morning, that in because of the longevity, see, it created longevity. It created people to stay on there longer. It created where people can go and be gone a while and come back. That's the that's the longevity of time. Then it's created with longevity of people who impart. You know, it was a blessing for me because I am long-winded. But, you know, one thing that uh, the visionary apostle O said this morning, but nobody on that line to, 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 to fall out with people. We're on the line to be an encouragement, to be an inspiration to somebody. And sometimes everybody on there is not always home. Some people getting off from work. Some people may be going to work. Some people may already be at work. But just like people put on their earphones and listen to music and whatever else they choose to listen to all day. See, technology has created it so that people can do the same thing and people been doing it at work. I seen people doing that years ago when cell phones came out. They put on their earplugs and they be moving around at work and you back got to tap them on the shoulder for them to know, hey, I'm talking to you. They at work. And they listening to, to, to their music. Or they was listening back then. There's so many people. Other people got podcasts. People listen to it on their job. So surely people can plug in and listen on the prayer line. If it lasts from 5 o'clock to 12 o'clock. It's somebody in that time zone. You don't never know what they may need. See, but we, those people who are mostly critical, they start making excuses. Oh, they take too long. And I, like I said on my earlier podcast, before this one, so how you gonna, what you gonna do in heaven? What you gonna do in heaven? You know, one time I used to go to this church and they come in in the morning, they might not leave out the three or four or five in the evening. They will stop Feed people, go downstairs, come back and have some more church. And my children, you know, only thing they had to do when we got home was to play. Only thing I had to do when I got home was to sit down and probably in front of a TV. See, it's the mindset that we have. They could, they got six days of the week they could have played. And I got six days I could have watched TV. See, it didn't bother me to sit in the house of God that long. See, I don't know about nobody else. But only thing that might have would have, you know, put a little cringe was in my belly, my stomach hungry. But they would stop and feed us and come back and praise. And you know what God would always tell me? He said, see, you preparing yourself for heaven. See, that's why people, we need to stop making excuses and, and, and shortchanging our own soul salvation. Because we don't have the patience. But we'll sit down and watch movies for four, five hours. We'll listen to music for ten of them. Or we'll get on the phone and some people get on the phone and run out of words to say and just hold the phone. And they said nothing. Some people just straight out get quiet and go to sleep before they hang it up. Oh, but they don't want to embrace They don't want to embrace 45 minutes or something in their ear that can change their life. They rather make an excuse. But I'm here today to tell you, 
based on what God said. And he didn't just say it. He didn't just say it. He said this stuff before I was born. He said, if we say we have fellowship with God and we walk in darkness, he said, we lie. And we do not speak the truth. Well, how can we walk in darkness? We walk in darkness when we make excuses. See, having an excuse is different. You know, when you often work or you take out of school and you go to the doctor, then you have an excuse. They say the reason this person did not show up in class or to their job is because you have an excuse. And that's what's called being excused. See, you can be excused when you have an excuse. See, God can excuse us when we have an excuse. God can excuse us when we have an excuse. God can excuse us when we have an excuse. If you say, well, oh Lord, I have an excuse. You know, my baby was hungry to the point of death. And all I can do to survive because my milk was drawn up in my breast is I had to go and steal my child some food. Now, that was an excuse that God, you might be excused for. Or if you said, Lord, you know what? I I I didn't go to no doctor. And I didn't get to my job on time. But when I got to work, I didn't tell no lie. I, 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 didn't, I didn't sign my time sheet. Oh my God. They say I got to work at 9 o'clock when I didn't get to work till 12. But God, you, you know, and people will reason with God about excuses. And say, well, God, you see and you understand that I was counseling somebody, you know, and I've got lost track of time. No, 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 no. See, that's what I'm talking about, about me. You can have an excuse, but I ain't make them kind of excuses. I didn't lie on my car. I didn't lie on my children. I didn't lie on my time sheet. Oh, my God. I didn't lie on my tax papers. Because I knew God was sitting high and he was looking low. I didn't run no, I didn't run the speed limit. I didn't run past the speed limit and make excuses and say, well, I'm just trying to get to church. Well, you know what time church starts? Prepare yourself early. And if you know, you know, you counseling somebody before you go to work, well, then just trust that God will make a way but tell the truth on the paper. Oh, my God. Or wherever you going, that when you get there, it'll be okay. If you didn't prepare yourself to leave home early, don't try to rush and speed and endanger other people. And then make excuses and always say, God understand and ain't nobody perfect. Well, you don't have to be perfect to abide by the speeding law. I, 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 I'm a living witness. <laughs> you don't have to be perfect to be honest on your timesheet. If you did not get, you got to work, if you did not get to work to 10, 11 o'clock, put that on there. Walk in the integrity of not making excuses. Or go to bed on time, get off your phones and stuff and, and get off social media. Get you enough rest, set your alarm clock, get up, do things decent and in order. And stop making excuses. And then the worst people to me that can make excuses is those who got 2,001 excuses, but they want to point at somebody else who might only have two or three. Oh, my God. The last scripture, it said, for he, Jesus said, he know for envy 
they have delivered up Cain against Abel. That's Matthew 27 and 18. And Genesis 4 and 9. When Jesus asked Cain, why did he slay his brother Abel? Now, this is the excuse that Cain, Cain gave. Cain gave an excuse for killing his brother. He said, he thought of himself. See, he, 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 he didn't say he thought of himself. I'm paraphrasing it. But when God asked Cain about his brother, no, I'm going to be serious now. See, he want to get funny with God. He, he, he want to get a smart mouth. That's why I smart my people. Mm-mm. He said, am I my brother's keeper? That's what he asked God. But see, he, 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 instead of, instead of having an excuse, he, he, he questioned God with making an excuse. That's why I say you have to be careful. You have to listen. A lot of people don't like me because I listen. So he made an excuse to say, am I my brother's keeper? See, he, he, look at him. People don't care about getting funny with God. What you think they care about getting a smart mouth with you? And you not even God. God could have blowed on his life right then. Poof. And took him out. That's what he could have did for Cain. But he let him live. And that's why I say. No matter what kind of excuses we give. If God don't fall out with people. Who do we think we are? Who do we think we are as people? God allowed Cain to still live. He let him journey around and fall down. Now, he put a mark on it. And the mark he put that, even though he did wrong, nobody don't touch his life. See, in so many times, we make excuses when we think we're superior. Those of us who think we're so superior, like our lives has, 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 has been marked by God to say it's okay if we pray long. It's okay if we want to talk. It's okay if we want to do this. It's okay if we want to go here and go there. But when somebody else do the same thing, people want to talk about them because they got a problem with them. Oh, they talk too long. They pray too long. They didn't walk this way. They didn't dress this way. They didn't act this way. And did you see what they hid? Did you see who they with? Who they? And I've, I know people like that. That down through my life, I listened to them. And I used to say, God, what is wrong with people? They got some naysaying excuses about everything that somebody else doing and should not do right or wrong. But they find themselves. I look at them and say, you know what? And they find themselves doing the same thing. They might not do it before they judge other people. But they end up doing it. And I ain't talking about little stuff here and there everywhere. I'm talking about these are people who walk in a spirit of always murmuring, judging, complaining. If they people don't complain about what's not going right in their life and what's going wrong in somebody else's life. But they feel justified, people. All I'm saying, stop making excuses. Stop making excuses. If you are being excused, that's one thing. And we know what being excused is. When it's something that you really just can't help doing. You just have to do it. There is no other way. 
where you see to survive. You know, I feel the only excuse we can have for anything is self-preservation. See, that's the only excuse I believe that God will make an exception. If it's self-preservation for ourselves or our babies or our spouses. But if it is not saving somebody's life, I believe everything else that come out of our mouth ain't nothing but an excuse for what we don't want to do or what we don't feel like doing or what we don't care about doing or what don't interest us. It's just an excuse. My God. All I know is what the Lord said today. He said, and I woke up, he woke me up at 5 a.m. And the Lord gave me Actually, I'll be honest. He Actually, he gave me this yesterday morning. And I got busy doing some things. And I'm not making no excuse. <laughs> I actually got busy doing some things. and But God had told me, he said, go stop. He said, stop. And go write down these three words. Being excused. Having an excuse. Because it's a difference. And making excuses. And 95% of the people that I encounter on a day-to-day basis, every single day, when I hear them complain, they're making an excuse. They're making an excuse. And it's nothing but the trick of the enemy. The enemy wants us to make excuses instead of being diligent, instead of walking in the fruits of the Spirit. Because the Bible said, you shall know them by their fruits. And so instead of walking in patience, and meekness and kindness and gentleness. People rather have envy. Just like Cain with Abel. You know, sometimes I mention one of my daughters to the other one. And I can hear, I can hear that old that old that old Cain spirit. But I can hear when people talk about anybody else that's got blessed. See, this is how I know people. I can talk about anybody in the world that got blessed. You can listen to people say, oh, I seen them on TV. Oh, they were so pretty and I'm so glad they got blessed. Oh, and I just like them and all my heart go out to birds and dogs and cats and animals. And I just love little children and I love my nieces and my nephews and this and that and that. But as soon as you say something about somebody else they know that's been blessed, you can hear that cane spirit raise up. Oh, that she go always mention it. See, that's when you know them by their fruit. Because, see, it won't change. It won't matter who name you call. If people genuinely walking in the fruits of their spirit, they won't get vexed in their spirit. You know, I tell you one time I remember, and I ain't going to tell no lie. First, it didn't sit well with me. One time my mama called me. She had got a little chunk of money. And she was telling me that something happened with one of my sisters, you know, mean coat and somebody and, and you know, threw some glass and the glass burst the window. Or they did something to break the window. And my sister coat got full of uh, the, the glass in the coat just, you know, uh, damaged it. I said, wow, she got a, you know, and at the time I was like, what? She got, she said, it just messed it up. That expensive coat. I said, wow, she got a mean coat. You know, because my thought was just a meat coat. I mean, I didn't want it to be damaged. But then she turned around and she said, yeah. I said, ooh. She said, I bought all of us a meat coat. 
I said, well, what, do, what do you mean, all of us? <laughs> I, I wasn't included in the. She said, well, I got one from, you know, she named both of my sisters underneath me and herself. She said, I got one for me, and I got one for this one, and I got one for that one. I said, ooh. You know, I said, that's, that's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. These are the words I distinctly remember saying to her. I didn't turn around and say, oh, oh, so you just bought them minks and you ain't buy me no minks. So what that mean? What that mean? What that buy? What that do? And that's how you know people. All I'm giving is an example. When people try to tell you how they are, the Bible says you should know them by their fruits. Why are you getting, why are you getting all vexed in your spirit about somebody if you operating in love? Oh, that's a whole nother subject. I'm finna get off this podcast. If you're operating in understanding, patience, love, meekness, gentleness, you don't feel mad with somebody because they was a blessing to somebody. Or you don't fall out with folks because you don't get in your feelings and say, well, how come God always blessing them and he ain't never blessing me? And I'm just saying, if you want to say that, you want to be like that, you can. But don't make excuses, baby, to make folks think that you got it together in God. Because I just read to you what the scripture said. You you is a lie. You walking in darkness. And that's 1 John 1 and 6. So you're making more excuses because you're lying to yourself trying to think you're something that you're not. I'm just trying to help somebody get delivered. Are you being excused? Do you have an excuse for the way you act? And the way you say things, do you have a legitimate excuse of life preservation? The only reason you acting out of character and saying what you saying. And sometimes what you saying is a lie, is a lie, is a lie. Or are you just making excuses? God knows. God already knows. So you don't have to prove to God which one it is. You don't have to prove to me either. But all I'm saying is this. Don't expect God to always make excuses for us when we know what's the right thing to do. And the Bible said those who know and does not will be whooped with many stripes. And the Bible said those who don't know Gonna still be whooped with stripes. So that means either way, we're gonna get a whipping. <laughs> now, whether you want your whipping to be light or whether you want it to be hard, the only time you won't get a whipping is when you know and you do. Mm, my God. See, God not talking about the people who know and do. He's talking about those who know and don't do. And those who don't know and don't do. See, I hope somebody got that. If you don't know the way and you don't do, the Bible say, you know, those who don't know get a few strikes because that's an excuse. Oh, my God. Now, that's a powerful thing I'm going to close on. Not knowing is an excuse. That's why God going to whip your butt anyway. Because it come a point in time, if we learn everything else, if you can go to school and learn how to get promoted from grade to grade, you can learn about God and get promoted from glory to glory. 
It's just no excuses for not taking time. Because everybody you see, from T.D. Jakes, George my anybody in the pulpit, and to the positions of elevation and elevated, guess what? You got one thing they got. That's 24 hours in a day. What you choose to do with yours, you can choose to be excused by God because you somewhere offering life preservation somewhere, doing something worthy cause. Or you can continue to sit around and have an excuse for every reason that you think under the seasons that you do what you do. Or you can make excuses for everything. And see, that's why I say the only difference within me from being excused, having an excuse, and making excuses. I have I have excuses. But I don't make excuses. See, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. When I say that, I'm wrong. When I say I sin, I sin, I fall short. If the officer give me a ticket and he say I was speeding, I say, okay, yes, sir, officer. Who who don't have an assist to know? Now, if you falsely accused, that's a different thing. See, sometimes we just need to pay our way and be okay. Pay your way and be okay. Stop trying to make excuses and think you climbing the ladder. You still in time on your time sheet at work. Or you going everywhere on your job you not supposed to go. Or you sitting in the bathroom on your job for two and three hours. And then they paying you uh, $10 an hour. Okay, so that's $30 you stole that day. But people make excuses and say, well, I, I, I just steal time. Because they don't pay me enough money for what I do. Well, do you do enough money for, do you do enough work for what you pay? If you if you ain't gonna get a company, but 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 three hours of work a day, you should never complain. Cause that means you got paid five hours for something you didn't do. So if you still in time and you getting paid, don't complain about folks don't pay you enough. Cause you making sure that. Cause we're in, we're in. If you making ten dollars an hour, then now you you making about twenty dollars an hour. If you ain't working but three hours and you get paid for five, so I think that's good salary. But see, people will still make excuses and say they not getting paid enough when they don't have excuse not to steal time. They need to keep them jobs and do everything in their power where they can if they can steal that kind of time off the time clock. People, people make excuses for they, they sensuality and they sexuality, but God created this nature. Yes, He did, and I can't hold out. I just got to have me some. Okay, well that's all right. Just say that. Don't make no excuses. Don't put it on that God understand. Do you understand that when we do things out of the will of God, there are consequences, and the consequences can curse your very life. That's why some people walking around him, their life has been cursed. Because they make excuses. Instead of just fessing up 
The Bible says that God wants us to be married because that's what he honors. He didn't say we weren't going to have trouble in our flesh. You ain't got to never get married if you don't want to. But just know every time you sleep around, there are consequences. And that's why I used to see I don't make excuses. I don't make excuses. I used to tell God, okay, God, I'm weak in my flesh. Help me, strengthen me, and deliver me. Let me not be with somebody without intent that that person is to be my husband. See, because I want to honor you. And not just my talk. But whatever I do, I want it to be to honor you. And Lord, if it's not right, expose it. See, we got to learn how to pray and stop making excuses. But learn how to pray. If you can't get up and go to work on time, say, Lord, help me. Strengthen me. Help me to hear my alarm clock. Help turn people away from calling me every night in the middle of the night that's keeping me up that I don't want to be nasty to. But they need to leave me alone and they got me woke. Help me if it's my children. Get them a sleep schedule. See, let's start praying. Help my feet on the gas pedal from getting these tickets every time I drive my car. Help me to bridle my tongue, oh my God, if I'm going to use it to make excuses and always criticizing and judging what I see other folks do that I don't like and don't feel. Well, if you don't like it and don't feel it, detach yourself. You don't got to be a part of it. But don't turn around and be the same way and expect people to support and nurture what you doing. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my God. Mm. Mm. See, some things God develops patience in us. See, that's why sometimes I have the patience to sit and listen to because I had to do it in so many workshops. And I say, okay, God, what is this person coming to teach me? See, sometimes God will put somebody on our pathway to teach us patience. He'll let them talk and talk and talk and, and, and run our nerves and sometimes wreck our nerves. If he needs to develop patience in us to have ears to hear wounded souls, wounded warriors, wounded soldiers, sometimes when they lay there on those gurneys and they think their life might be leaving them, They may talk all night long and pass away the next morning. You say you want to work for God. But God has a guideline. And it's two important ones. He said in order to be perfect, you got to walk in love. And 1 Corinthians 13 tells you one of the words love is patience. (laughs) That's off the top. Love is kind. If you don't have patience, then I have to question your love. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You all have a beautiful, blessed, fabulous Friday. Understand that how we know people spiritually, the Bible said we should know them by their fruits. And the fruits of the Spirit are located in... Galatians, the fifth chapter, and I believe it's at verse 20. 
no, no, no. 21 is the works of the flesh. But it's in chapter 5, somewhere around, I think. Uh, I know it's somewhere before after verse 8. Because it goes down. It's not that long, but it goes down to verse 21. And you can go on into that and read the works of the flesh. And that's why I tell people, when I look at people, when I know them by their fruit, when I see the works of the flesh that's obvious and prevalent, I already know what kind of spirit I'm dealing with. But what I like about people who operate in the works of their flesh that's like me, when I until I get delivered, I can let it be known. See, I don't need people to tell me everybody ain't perfect. Cause I already know I'm not perfect. Because there's some things that I'm still working on trying to love. And now, it's not people. But it's characters. It's characters. Because don't nothing vex my spirit more than a person who whine and complain about what somebody else got, have, or doing. When you use your 24 hours in the day, you don't have time to worry about that. Whatever they got, God got, got gave it to them. Praise God. And I don't care what they did. They could be a drug dealer, but if God didn't meant for that drug dealer to have that, he would have let that drug dealer die and be dead or in prison. But why he got a use of it? If it wasn't in the will of God, he won't have it because he wouldn't even have life. See, people, we got to get away from stereotyping folks and putting labels and tags on people and printing fingers at people and worrying about who got on the, the more costly pearls. It doesn't matter. What matters most with God is your heart and your spirit. Are you forgiving? Are you patient? Are you loving? Are you kind? Are you meek? Are you gentle? Oh, my God. See, and when I don't see them spirits right there operating, see, I already know what I'm dealing with. And see, when I know what I'm dealing with on the real for real, you learn how to guard yourself and you learn how to arm yourself likewise. That's why I encourage everybody to read your Bible. Learn how to arm yourself likewise. And be mindful and be careful to know that whatever you do, God is sitting high. He's looking low. He's seeing. He's watching you. And he knowing your all. Have a beautiful, blessed day in the Lord as always. May the blessings of the Lord flow, flow, flow down from heaven to earth. Meet all of your needs, some of your, all of your good wants, and even the things your heart desire. And may you delight yourself in the Lord. And he gives you the desires of your heart and prosper and be in good health even as your soul prosper. Until the next podcast, have a fabulous Friday. God bless. Bye-bye now. Peace out.